What's up, fam? How's everyone doing today? My name is Familiar, a.k.a. Lou. I hail from the sweet, sweet land of New Jersey. I'm currently a grad student in social work with a bachelor's in psychology, and I look forward to sharing my thoughts, feelings, and advice with you. Thank you all for coming. It's going to be a great time. Yo, what's up, fam? How's everyone doing? My name is Familiar. Sorry if my voice sound a little bit weird. I like snorted the weirdest dust ball before I got on the mic, and ever since ever since then, my nose has just been feeling like a volcano. So, forgive me. But without further ado, let me introduce y'all to episode six, y'all, of Familiar Thoughts, yo. And the topic of today is. What are the two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships? That's a tough one. Let me say it again. What are the two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships? I'm sorry, y'all. Whatever that dust had, it just got me OD tired. But whatever happened, I had OD sneezing. It's crazy. But this question also had made me OD tired. Like, thinking about this question was really, really tough. And I was actually talking about this with my girl last night. It's a tough question, you know. I mean, in my um, opinion, it was because there was a lot to think about. You know, for me, I didn't really have a lot of, like, you know, worthwhile relationships in my past. Let alone ones where it's going to be like, hey, you made an impact on me. I don't know. I don't have a lot of those, um, but I did come down to a couple of lessons that I learned, and I think, let me, I can start from, like, chronological order, so what I'll start with was the first, like, the first, really, it wasn't, like, technically my first relationship, but it's the relationship that had its first impact on me, like, you know what I mean? Like, that first relationship was the relationship that had an impact on me, you know? I don't know how to explain it any other than that, but let me go. I think that one, I think that that one relationship, you know, that had an impact on me really made me think about how to be emotionally connected in a relationship. Because here's the thing, that that first relationship, this is what I'm talking about, right? I'm going to be doing this the whole thing. <laughs> that this one topic, this first relationship that I'm talking about right now, oh my God, is literally when I was young. Like, I was a little bit young. I think I was in high school when this was going on. And I'm sure some people can relate back to it, but I wasn't emotionally connected to it. And it, I wasn't because I was young. When you're a boy and you're young, please keep with me because this is a lot. When you're young and you're a boy, you really don't know necessarily how to connect with your emotions, let alone connect with another woman. You know, that's tough. That's tough. But some guys can do it. And I think that's mostly has to play with their environment. If you have a bunch of like women in your life that can kind of show you the ropes that are actually very emotionally there with you in your life and around the same age you can prosper a little bit better if you was a dude back in the day. Now, if you also had like a relatively good father figure that knew the ropes, that also works out. But for the guys who didn't, 
it was a tough way. But when I say tough way, it's just trying to connect with, you know, another human being, let alone a woman who's the same age as you. And you literally have to see her in a jail called school every day. So, I mean, it's not fun to go through that. But for me, the lesson that I really took away from that one relationship was to be emotionally there because sometimes I would just, I could just shut it, shut it down. I kind of didn't learn that part. Like, you know, I I kept kind of shutting down and I'll get into it in a little bit, but you do kind of have to learn how to embrace another person, like embrace their thoughts, embrace their feelings. There's a lot that goes into like, literally being with another person. So yeah, that took me a while to really think about. And let me also tell you when I say I'm being emotionally connected there. When I first, you know, made the decision to be with that individual, you know, I think that was mostly off of my own feeling. When I when when you go and you I guess you find a person that you want to like date. And I guess I'm speaking in a guy's perspective, but maybe I'm not. Maybe a girl can think like this too. If you look at a person for the first time and you get that feeling, like there's a, it's a feeling, bro. I don't know if that's like love, like it's a little too much, but it's, it's definitely something. It's just, it's a sign of attraction. You know how our brains have electricity in it. So I'm sure there's something where, you know, another person's brainwave just some some reason attracts yours and you you flock towards it. And that's kind of what I did. But then you kind of if you're young, you know, you're easily, you know, manipulated, so, so to speak, like, you know, a lot of people getting in your ear about something can really change the way you think about a certain person. And. In my own retrospect, you know, a lot of people getting in my ear about things, a lot of people saying things necessarily about me that turns you off from not just like that individual, but that turns you off from like the world itself. So now you're just sitting there like, oh, well, like I did like you, but since I had eight people tell me that you da 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 da, I don't want to date you anymore. I don't want to associate with you anymore. But that's that's messed up the way it sounds, right? Like, I don't think that's fair to put someone young in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't... Th- that's too emotionally, like, draining. You know, because when you're young, you really just are opportunistic. Like, you really just want what's best for you. And I think when you sit there and you try to settle down with someone at an early age, you leave yourself open for people to ridicule you because a lot of the other people don't see that as a proper thing at that right at that age. You know what I mean? Like a person who is young, you know, like your your classmates, for example, a lot of them aren't going to respect the fact that you're in a relationship, especially when you're young. You know, a lot of the guys are going to be like, depending on how old you are, be like, cooties. So, I mean, you really, you really can't even be in a relationship when you're young. It's it's frowned upon by society. You know, a lot of people don't even want to see you dating their kid, like at what, like 15, 16? 
um, sir, howdy, is your life together before you go up in here trying to date my daughter? Like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, um, but that's something that you got to deal with when you, you know, you cross that bridge. And I guess for me, like, I, you know, I'll continue to say for this first part, you know, being emotionally there, you know, in that relationship, in that, you know, moment, you know, is ideal, you know, and it's not just in that moment. I think actually it's like in every moment, every time you're in that relationship, you have to realize that this is you. This is what you're committed to. Don't just sit there, get into a relationship. Then a week later, you see some other person and you're like, wow, that's a smacking bode. And then you go over there and you take that and you just run with it. And you're like, I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm still dating this other person. Like, and then you sit there, you think about it. You know, it's going to be over for you. You experience the backlash. Week later, nobody cares. Other person went on with like the other person and then you're good. I don't know. I mean, the only thing people can say is that they're untrustworthy. And then you just move on. Like I'm about to do. Be emotionally connected. Second relationship this is what i was going to get into next and this kind of still involves being emotionally there but it's kind of um a little bit different so when i say you know certain relationships like that kind of like turn you down i don't know if i said that but when you really lose like a relationship with a person who i guess really did actually make a some sort of impact on you. It kind of wears on you, especially at a young age. And for me, it really made me not want to really be emotionally attached to, you know, another girl my age. I mean, at least like physically, because it was just like, why do I want to experience this if I really don't want all of that? You know, because like I want... I want a lot of the stuff that obviously a guy want in that relationship, but then to provide all of the other necessary stuff that you need, you know, as a woman, I couldn't provide that for you. So what that kind of put me in was just kind of going like long distance wise, relationship wise. And that right there in itself is actually a freaking roller coaster, bro. And if I'm being real honest with you, it's not a roller coaster. I just lied to you. It's really just nothing. It's literally like your your companion. It's like, what do they call it? a pen pal? It's like your pen pal, but virtual. Like you can see them. I think that's what a long distance is. And for me, you know, that gave me the emotional connection without actually getting that physical, you know, shit. Because, I mean, if I'm being real honest with you, like my whole life was just kind of like, you know, conserve like you know mother was very overprotective so you go out there and you try to you know you try to branch out as much as you can but you really not you know you're not ready for it you don't even know what's out there so you know you look at other people the most and you try to see what they got what they got going on and then it starts to you know dwell on you that you're not really your own person but you would kind of hope that it dwells in you you know and if it don't you're going to have to wait it out or change your environment up. But for me, yeah, like I was and I was talking to someone, you know, long distance wise. And for me, it actually fulfilled a lot of emotional like things that I needed in a, in a 
just in a relationship. I feel like relationships are very like overlooked. There's so many different kinds, you know, and I feel like what people look for in a relationship is so many different things, you know. And since for me, I didn't necessarily feel like I was getting anywhere physically, you know, you get like a little anxious, you get scared, you know, it's just one of those things that can be cured by like being in that role a lot of times, but I wasn't. So I think long distance is more like training wheels, if you really think about it, but it's just not, it's, it's a lot, you know, and I don't think people should do it a lot. I think you should only do it if you physically, like, if you physically can end up doing it, like, seeing each other eventually, you know what I'm saying? When I say doing it, like, you know, completing the relationship. Like, I feel like in order for you to have a very strong relationship with somebody, and like, in order to really have a good significant other, you need that physical side. Like, you know, I don't think you would necessarily be able to, you know, be good with yourself, be happy with yourself, you know, for the rest of your life. And you don't know, you know, you don't have even touched that person. You haven't even like gazed upon their eyes, like, and gave them a hug, like, you know, felt through their hair. Like, it's just so much that goes into it. And I think for that, that also kind of made me feel emotionally detached too anyway, because when you thought about it, it was like, yeah, it feels good. That over time, it's like, I need more and you can't provide that for me. And throughout the whole relationship in itself, it will feel sort of just like you live in a normal life. Like, you know, like you already wasn't really getting anything physically. So, you know, when you chilling, doing your daily activities, nobody really, uh, you know, if you and if they did, you know, it's already too much for you, you know, it's already a lot for you. So you act in a certain way that, you know, might not warrant someone coming back. And then you push on because at the end of the day, you know, you got somebody from miles and miles away that will pick up the phone and the heartbeat and talk to you. You know, it's deep when you think about it, but, you know, a lot of people won't ever understand the sign of loneliness until you become lonely yourself. And what that relationship really taught me was that you have to be okay with that sometimes. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> it's okay to be lonely sometimes. It's okay to be alone sometimes. I struggle with that, you know, and even being in social work, looking around like that, they teach you, you know, to be comfortable with the silence. When you come out here and you sitting around with someone, you get the urge to speak because it's like awkward. And I felt that urge. But then I realized that you don't even have to speak. <laughs> you can let time flow and nothing can be said. You can just deal with your own thoughts. And for me, when I can add that to a relationship, it's like you don't need someone to be happy all the time. You don't need someone to be there to give you that one feeling because for, I think, 100% of the time, 
I've always been able to provide that feeling for myself. You know, it's something where you embrace, you embrace it. You know, people can be alone. People have been single for their whole lives. Look it up. And I guarantee you, you know, they can go out there, they can mingle, but they single their whole lives. They can get lonely. It doesn't affect you when you have a, a different mindset. You know, I don't need this emotional, you know, connection. You know what that kind of feels like? It kind of feels like a pet. And that's why people say companion. I think we should cut that out. You know, it's like you my companion, like you my like, I don't know, like. Maybe not, because maybe you see pets differently. Maybe that's the wrong analogy. But if you're trying to see what I'm getting at, you know, you can't you can't rely on that individual as a crutch, you know, because, yeah, there's moments where it seems good. But then there's also moments where it seems bad. And you really sit there and you're like, why am I doing this? And then as for all of that stuff about long distance relationships kicking, like, oh, like you don't even know what they're doing when they're over there or, you know, just it being straight up weird. Like you don't have that physical connection. So why? Why would someone accept that? So but we had that well, that last one right there, that one um, really taught me how to be OK, you know, with. Being by myself, learning how to be my own person. I got a burp. Hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And literally just embracing who you are. Like, if you don't embrace who you are, the person who or the, whoever you're trying to fall in love with, they're never going to know who they're falling in love with. And you're just going to be stuck in a boat, you know, no paddle with a freaking Siberian tiger and an orangutan, like freaking life of pie. That's pretty much how it feels like to try to be in a relationship without being yourself. That's pretty much how I can explain that in the most detailed of ways. But hey, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys again for hearing this out. You know, relationships is tough. This might not be the you know last time I talk about relationships. It's a deep, deep topic, and I love talking about it. But hey, thank you again, guys. Let me start talking like this in my closing. Thank you again. Peace out. Episode six lit. Bye. All right, fam. Again, thank you. You guys are the best. This is episode six. We're on the other side of the river right now, baby. We about to be in the ocean, baby. That's how you know. Flowing. Anyway, um, thank you again. Episode six was lit. It was what are the two biggest lessons you've learned from your previous relationships? And I can obviously tell you. I learned a lot. And, you know, sometimes it's not going to be previous. It's going to be a long previous. And you just got to really dig deep and think about it because you learned a lot in your life and you just don't know it. But, yeah, look out for every Friday for these episodes. Sorry if it comes late. Who cares? You're going to fall asleep to this amazing stargazing voice. All right. Peace out, y'all. I love you.